Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> Angels and demons. Here we go again to master the serious nonsense of flawed opinions. I'm your host, Charlie G. And today we protect our BS with a cigar and cognac for freedom of independence of the actual facts. And if they ask if it's true, I don't know. I wish I knew. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Episode number four. <laughs> what is this? What is this? <sighs> Paperwork. My gosh. <laughs> all right, peeps, fam, all of you out there. The question for Charles today comes from a beautiful lady around the age of 35 to 45, I'm assuming. And the question says to me, Charles, my partner doesn't have enough sex with me, and I don't know why. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, wow. So, huh. There is a lot here. There is a lot of meat in this question. So, let's dive into it. Oh, my gosh. Shake up the cognac a little bit. This is going to take some thought. Mm. All right, let's see here. Okay, I'm going to say this. Since I don't know you personally or the situation personally, there, there's a lot of variables in, in something like this, right? I'm going to try to lay this out and let's see. Let's just go with three points here. Let's go with three points or three thoughts. Three of my serious nonsense thoughts. <laughs> All right. Let's just do it this way. The first thing I would say to you is how long you've been in a relationship. Now, generally, when something like that happened, if you're in a sexist relationship, yeah, there it is. A pop, a very popular title to give this this particular question. Are you in a sexless relationship? Nah, let's not go with it. Let's say, are you in a sexless relationship? <laughs> a little bit more emphasis. All right. So if you're in a sexless, sexless relationship. My first thought about this would be, if you've been in a relationship with someone for a while, I would say to you that there's probably, in the biology, there's, there's a thing called chemical intolerance, right? And what that means is you're used to seeing that individual in a certain light all the time, which means you see them butt at, you know what I'm saying? You, you see them naked, naked, <laughs> naked, right? So if you're seeing them naked all the time, and then you're not... um you've lost interest, right? It's kind of like, I'm going to pull this all together. I promise you. It's kind of like hot and secret as a kid. You know what I mean? You, you, you reach out or you count to 10 <laughs> and everybody goes and hide. And then there's joy and searching for them and then finding them, right? There's a euphoric feeling. Once you find that person that was, been, that's been hiding, it's kind of like sex, right? It's kind of like looking at a naked body. So, if you're always looking at the same naked body all the time, you're not seeing anything that you haven't seen before in a new light, right? It's cause they're always showing it to you. And so you kind of lose, I guess the passion of it all, of if it was someone else, right? If it's, if it's a different body, then your eyes tend to get wider, right? And for you ladies, 
you know, if it's a different penis, right, your eyes tend to get wider and you want to, you know, you want to see what that feels like, I guess, you know, the, the penis, penis envy uh, for some of you fellas. Get over it. <laughs> but anyway, it, it's there's, again, something with that chemical intolerance. So uh, I would say to you, that's probably where that starts with me. If that, if I'm saying this to you and I don't know you, but you're telling me that you've been in a relationship for a minute, right? And then sex has been abandoned in your relationship. Uh, it's obviously not meeting the, I guess, the lack of uh, equivity, you know, with your partner. Y'all are not on the same page. You know what I'm saying? So if you're not on the same page sexually, uh, and again, there's a lot of variables in it. They could be just super tired, right? That could be a thing. It could be stressed. It could be depressed. It could be on drugs. A lot of things could cause in women the libido to go down and in men uh, the testosterone to, to get weaker, right? They could be of, of a certain age where they're just not as sexual as they were before. Now, does that excuse it? No, it does not. You deserve to have the wop whip, man. All right, I'm saying, ladies, you need to have a whip, okay? I'm not saying not to get a whip. I'm saying you need to find out and have an understanding of what maybe your man is going through. And if he's going through that, then find ways of helping him out, right? You can spice it up. That's something you can do, right? And I'm sure y'all know how to do that. You can tell him to go to the doctor, man, get that fixed, bruh. All right, my needs ain't been fulfilled. You know what I'm saying? So, again, a lot of relationships tend to, I know a person. I do know of a person who had been married a couple of times, have had different boyfriends, and have said that they didn't have the same type of sexual chemistry as with them as they had with someone they shouldn't be having sex with, right? And because of that, there was a disconnect sexually. And because of that disconnect, they can no longer go on in that relationship with that person because they didn't feel like they would ever be happy long-term with that person. You know what I mean? And, and I say to that, you know, the, the odious comparisons that we have with different people is a part of the problem. All right. Some of you are still measuring your uh, your entanglements with other people to the next person, but they're not the next person. Everybody's different. <laughs> so it's a different sexual experience with each different people, man. And until you find yourself to get beyond that aspect of it because it's really only 10% of your life, right? Think about it. Sex is only a small percentage of your life. But I understand you want to enjoy it. You want It's supposed to feel good, right? Because God actually granted that here to make us feel good so we can multiply the earth and all that. In the, in the age of marriage, I mean, in the, <laughs> in the concept of marriage is why he did it, okay? Let's not get it twisted. Now, I'm not talking about infidelity and adultery and all that stuff. And we're not diving into that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, because in this conversation, that's, that's inadmissible, right? So we're not going to, that's kind of an interference and we're not going to do that. But stop comparing yourself and these other relationships that you've had prior, right? Because if it's a past relationship, then leave it in the past. And move on to something new and allow that thing to evolve into what it's going to evolve to. Now, if you're not finding pleasure in it in the beginning, then do some, some other things, man. Become, become somewhat of, of an adventurous and figure out what it, what it could be that you can uh, make yourself have a additional uh, treasured experiences with this person. You know, you got to get out of the, I guess a lot of people have what I call a duality of deception is they don't believe that they could be the problem of their own relationship. And yet they are right. Because they think, um, I don't know, 
it, <coughs> it's not me. It's them. It's always them. It's never me. It's kind of like a Jezebel spirit, right? You know what I mean? If you know about Elijah in, in, in the biblical terms with Elijah and Jezebel, again, we're not diving that deep, but I'm just saying the Jezebel spirit is, is manipulative, right? It's full of pride and it's all about getting what they want, right? And so um, a lot of us operate in that, ex- in, in that spirit not realizing that's what we're doing, right? And so... <sighs> If we get over the sensation of, you know, being lost, you know, and being alone and just gravitate to, OK, I'm in a relationship now and I'm going to make it work. Then I think you will find that your life would, again, expand to some areas of life, of your life that you never even knew that you would enjoy. Right. Because we're all inhabiting these uh, these physical bodies that we have. But in the end of the day, they're all the same. None of us were created different, but we're all pretty much the same. We all have the same feelings. You know, there's no secret in that. We all go through fear and anger and hurt and we love. We all go through those same things, man. And so the wisdom I'm trying to provide for you today, again, if I you, some of you fellas out there, if your woman ain't doing it, bruh. You need you need to step your game up, man. <laughs> All right, we hear that, but she may be going through like a hormonal shift. You know what I mean? Menopause, what, whatever, right? And so any of that stuff could be happening. So you got to make your woman feel love, man. Make her feel so loved, bro. That there ain't no other woman on earth that you want to be with, right? Because if you're going around, if you're watching pornography, and don't say you're not, because there's over six hundred million of y'all, billion of y'all, six billion of y'all that get on porn every day. Those are the stats, homie. All right. So don't tell me I'm wrong about that. So if you're doing that, you're not eyeballing your woman the way you should be eyeballing your woman, because you're watching all of this other stuff of some stuff you ain't gonna never touch, man. Some wop you ain't gonna never even see in your life. So stop it, right? Let's just do that. Stop that. <laughs> and seek your woman out, man, and then make her feel good. As they say, where I'm from, or where, <laughs> I'll, I'll put it like this. I've been in the streets a long time, right? And when I say the streets, I'm not, not, I'm not talking about hanging out with the drug dealers and the murderers, right? Even though I know plenty of them. Things you, you guys didn't know about me, right? And this ain't no admission of nothing. I'm just saying, I've been in the streets. And I'm very discreet about everything I've done all my life, right? But one thing I will say is they know me in the strip club scene, right? I, I know the owners. A lot of these people are my clients. I work that thing, and, and they're my clients, man. You know what I mean? I've showed them how to take care of some of this money they making, right? That's what I did, right? That was just one of my passions to do, man. I'm some, psh, they got all this money. I'm going to help them with this. So anyway, let me finish with this so that you know what's up. All right, so how can I break it down to? Oh, good, 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 good. Check this out. So as far as relationships, right? In the beginning, it's kind of like, I've used this analogy so many times. It's like a new car, right? We all have had a new car at some point in our life or a new something, right? In the beginning, we love it. It's sweet. We can't wait to show it off to any and everybody. Look what I got. Look what I'm rolling in. Look how blessed I am, right? We do that in the beginning. And then that goes through a phase, right? That passion phase, that tends to go away. But we're in it in the beginning, and we're having so much fun. It's easy to keep us happy. But all of a sudden, later on, we stop taking care of that new car, right? If you got kids... The kids are eating in the bag in the beginning. You wouldn't let them eat. Now they're eating in the bag. You got Cheetos back there. You got cookies back there. You ain't even cleaning out the car. And it's trashy back there, right? 
And then you want to pick up somebody and they want to go for a ride with you, but they don't want to sit in your back seat. They don't want to sit in your front seat because it's messy. It's nasty. Well, equate that to your relationship, right? If you're a man or a woman and you're not keeping yourself up at a certain fitness level or uh, uh, a scent level, you know, where you smell good or you're taking care of yourself, keep your hair cut, you know, you're keeping yourself shaved, whatever. You're dressing nice. You're doing these things all the time to make sure that you still look as if you were a new car. Then just like someone sitting in a dirty car, they don't want to sit in that dirty car, right? A better way of saying it for you women, if in the beginning you got the new car, Everybody want to ride, right? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. So if they want to ride in the beginning, then all of a sudden, you it's trashy in your car. You got too much of, of dirt and, uh, like I said, just junk and messy stuff. Don't nobody want to touch it. You know what I'm talking about. So if you're not keeping yourself up the par, don't no Negro out there want to touch it. He don't want to ride, okay? <laughs> I'm just making it plain and clear. In other words, you got to keep it sexy, right? And if you're not keeping it sexy, how can you be expecting to be sexual? How can you expect someone to want to have sex if you're not keeping it sexual, right? So that's the first thing. <laughs> Second thing, I told you about hot and sleep, right? Stop walking around naked all the time, man. And I'll be honest with you, I had this conversation uh, with my beautiful, gorgeous wife. Oh my gosh, I love her so much. She is so fine, man. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> the cover scene I have, I said, baby, I need, you to, I need you to cover up sometime, right? I want you to cover up because I don't I'd always want to be seeing you walk by off and on and that, that's normalized to me, right? I don't want it normalized. I want to be able to say, man, I saw some tail today, man. I saw a breast today. You know what I mean? I want it to be just like before. I told her all the time, I didn't like saying wife, I like saying girlfriend, right? Because when it's girlfriend, we have a different energy about our girlfriends than we do when we have a wife. You know what I mean? And yeah, it's a mature thing or immature, whatever you want to call it. But there is something different about that. And I said, I want that feeling to never go away with us, right? So don't always show me. Because it was a long relationship when her and I got together. So I wouldn't always see her. So every time I saw her, it was passionate. I wanted to see her. I couldn't wait to see her. So the same thing, you can be in the same household and, and uh, you know, the woman covers up, men too, cover up yourself and not make it so available, even in your own house. I know you're in a relationship in the Bible, tell you the man belongs to the woman, the woman belongs to the man. I get that. But that doesn't mean that you have to always show yourself to them because, again, you're normalizing it to the point where they don't even want to see it no more, right? Again. It's just or desire it anymore as much as they would if they were seeing it. Because the ones that they do desire to see is always on the outside, right? It's the external. It's not what they already have. Right? So that's one thing that you can do. Third thing, before I get out of here, is fantasies, right? I talk to so many girls. I know so many girls, right? And one of the things girls always tell me is that the men never want to talk about the women's fantasies they get offended men get offended about the fantasies that the women are they're so insecure that they won't help them fulfill whatever fantasy that they have now it is not my place <laughs> or position to see or ask what that fantasy could be right but she want to share it with the man that she's with and I know that for a fact because I've heard it telling you see some of y'all men out there are unwilling 
to let that ego again go that you've chosen to have that you don't have to have. It's a choice to have that type of ego that you have. So if you choose, if you choose to say, baby, whatever you want, I'm going to fulfill it for you. You know what I mean? You want to go to have sex on the beach? Boom. Let's do it. Let's go. Right. You want to go have sex <laughs> in a, a restaurant? Let's go. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just kind of giving you some general ideas, right? I'm not, I'm, trust me, fantasies go a lot more ratchet than what I'm saying. And they go a lot more, um, I guess, wonderful. <laughs> I just use that word. More, there's some more wondrous fantasies out there, right? And I fulfill a lot of them, right? You know what I'm saying? Me and my girl, I'm just saying. <laughs> so anyway, those are things some of you, some of you men need to do, all right? So let's, con- let's get connected again. Right, sexually, you shouldn't be in a sexless relationship, right? I mean, unless some somebody's sick in that relationship and they can't do certain things. I mean, there's still some some dancing that a woman could do, or or some um, I don't know some things that a man could do to to have fun to the woman while she's not feeling good. There's a lot of things that we can do, right, to stimulate each other and keep it fresh, man. There's no need for women to be walking out here sexless in these relationships, men. I don't understand that. That that was a very weird uh, question, but it is a real question. All right, let's build up some currencies in these relationships. All right, because sex should be like music, right? And what I mean by that, music. When you listen to music, right, you just kind of listen. You know, you just let it flow through. The object of listening to music doesn't mean I need to get to the end of the music. Right, so a lot of y'all just be trying to get to the end of an orgasm, and so sex can be over. But that's not how it should be. Sex should be you just you're, you're there, you're present, you're, you're creating music, man. You know what I mean? You're enjoying each other. Stop concerning yourself with getting to the end of it, and concern yourself with just enjoying it through the moments of it, just like a song. Right? When you enjoy a song, you're not rushing to get to the end. You just love to listen to it and you sing along, you dance to it. You just, you, you're vibing with it. That's what sex should be for you as well. All right? Man, I tell you what. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on out here in the world today. But it, anyway, that was quite interesting for me. So I, hopefully, hopefully, nah, I don't care. Anyway, but anyway, I'm at the end of this. So if you enjoyed this episode, I kind of hope you do. Actually, I don't. Actually, I really don't. <laughs> but again, peeps or fam or whoever you want to be out there, that is going to do it for today. And if you if you did enjoy the episode, <laughs> we enjoyed you too. And if you didn't, don't care. It's FO, baby. <laughs> Man, let me get another drink before I get out of here. But anyway, people, remember, life comes in two. So have a slice of pizza with a friend. Live Love and laugh at whatever you do. Peace. Thanks for listening.